For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Um, now, on to the next game. <clears throat> Rabbitohs just scraped by the Bulldogs with an absolute robbery of a win. Rabbitohs should have <laughs> won that. Uh, no, Rabbitohs defeat the Bulldogs 50-16. to 16. Uh, Doggies fans, we said before the game, well, I said before the game, I think, Tim, you agreed. I think the boys agreed. Yep. Just put a line through this. Put a line yep. through it. I, I, thought that, I actually thought the Dogs were outstanding for about 35 minutes, going far out. I loved their effort. I loved their energy. But when you've got a guy like Latrell Mitchell that can just go... You know what? Fuck it. Like, I, I kind of feel like if they played the Storm, they might have been able to stay in the game a little bit longer. But be, even though I think the Storm are doing better than the Rabbitohs at the moment, but because it's Latrell Mitchell and he literally just, just turned it on, um, very hard to go with that when you've got so many outs. Um, so for, from a Bulldogs perspective, I don't think be too disappointed with this, guys. I think take a lot out of that first 30 minutes or so. Yeah, disappointing um, in regards to leaking that many points. But you just – a mixture of, like, two things. You had so many people out. Like, fuck. They had to go into Jersey Fleg, didn't they? Yeah, almost deeper. Like, like you think about <coughs> Luke Thompson, Tavita Pangai Jr., Filiama Kika, Raymond Fatale Mariner. Like, the list goes on and on. And then they lost Josh Adokar early in this game yeah. as well. And so you go like – that, 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 We were in there last week and they were saying – Oh, we're not going to have Jade Nockenball last next week in the back row. That's how yeah. desperate they were mm. that a fringe first grade winger can't play in the back row for them. Off next the week. back, of, off the back of, on the five day turnaround from a gutbuster golden point against the Cowboys, like it, it was just it was up against them the whole time. Then this week, because by the time this goes to air, we'll just about know the teams <coughs> recording on a Tuesday, of course. But TPJ is due back, if not this week, the next. Fatala Mariner will come back into this side. 
Uh, Luke Thompson's still a few weeks away, but there's a story coming out that he's not too far off either. Mm. Uh, and there was another key forward, Dubak, as well. So, like, it'll be a new side next week. Yeah, totally decimated. And I, I thought they showed a lot of guts. Oh, kick out. Kick out, come back. Yeah, not a bad in. Mm. Um, I showed that. I thought they showed a lot of guts. Uh, I thought, oh, well, let's talk about it. Jacob Preston, 40 tackles, no misses. I thought this was a tough call. I thought he was trying to strip the ball. I didn't think that was a hip drop. I don't think that there was any intention to land on the back of his leg. You know, my understanding of a hip drop is is if they've intentionally tried to drop their hips on the back of someone's legs to make them crumble. I thought he was in a one-on-one tackle, realised that the other player had fallen off, and he's gone, I've got the ball here. I'm just going to fall back to rip the ball out like you're doing. Like, you see Munster do it all the time. He, he rips it, but he turns more. Um I thought it was an unlucky incident. I, I thought it was pretty unfair or pretty tough decision to, to send him for 10. Yeah, I, I thought it was a tough decision. I thought that he was trying to rip the ball away as well, but, you know, it did kind of resemble that motion of a hip drop, so I can understand the reaction to it. And, you know, dare I say, if, that, if this happened around 20 last year, I don't think we're even talking about it mm-hmm. at all. But it's the hot topic <coughs> at the moment. Where everyone's on high alert, watching out for it. Um, yeah, I, I've... I think Jacob Preston pretty unlucky. Mm. Timmy? Yeah, I think that the key word that can be is like when the refs are making their decisions is intent mm. because there are just so many tackles that are getting done for it where there's no intent. I'm just like, it's rugby league. So when they're making their decisions is is like, is a part of the ruling there was intent to, to pull them down and hip drop because in which case definitely not, um, didn't deserve it. Yeah. But... If there is no intent and it's like, if it's just a hip drop, like I, I don't know what the exact rule is. Yeah, I mean, there'd be intent, there'd be carelessness, I guess. Carelessness, yeah. But I just, I don't, I didn't, I didn't see it as careless. Nah. Like I saw there's a bloke that was trying to rip the ball away and it just caught, caught up. Like you get caught up in tackles all the time with your ankles when you're playing footy. Yeah. Like it's just part of the game. Now there are some other ones where you go, yep, that's a hip drop, but. When there is like clear intent, absolutely come down on them, but. Yeah, oh, God, it happens so many times per game. Oh, all the time. All the time. Um, I, feel so, like yeah. the, I feel like the NRL kind of admitted that it wasn't a hip drop by not charging him, considering they're mm. blitzing, like they're going on some suspension blitz at the moment with the mm. hip drop. He didn't get charged, so I think they're probably like, all right, that's not a hip drop. I tell you what, every week, Kafusi's decision looks absolutely outrageous. Out. Rages. I saw three on the weekend that were worse than him. In the back. Yep. Directly in the back. He was on the side whilst they were passing the ball. Anyway. Um, yeah, so a bit unlucky. Look, I, I think once you watch rugby league enough, you know what's happening. Like, there's an overcorrection. Uh, so we swing really hard one way. So the players get the message. It reduces the, the amount of hip drops that we see going forward. Uh, hopefully so there'll be some unfortunate casualties along the way in regards to people getting suspended but i guess that is it is what it is uh who thought who anyone that you thought had a good game for the bulldogs i thought uh kiraz as per usual Mm. very strong he's he's a he's a real goer i thought uh you you obviously set up that first try off the scrum i as you said i thought canterbury were really in this game and then there was a moment where Ilias. He put in a shocking kick from about 30 metres out that was caught on the full. They went up, took the 20-metre tap. Um, they got a penalty on zero, and Matt Burton missed touch. Mm. And it just oh. swung all the momentum. 
immediately mm. and it was just it was just that last thing that Canterbury didn't need and then South Sydney um, clicked into gear but I, I thought Canterbury that I think fans should hold their head high after this one I, I know it's a smashing and everything but you had so much go against you and you held your own for a while as we said last week and I'll say it again Red Sharpie through this one move on mm. to next week I will say we talk about um, you know we talk about Radley needed to just chill a bit <laughs> the great Joshy Reynolds <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's all like, but like, so like just, he just, look, it's part of his game. That's why he's so beloved, but he did come on and he just made error, you know, penalties. I think between him and Marnie, they might've had like nine penalties. And like, when you've got a guy like Marnie in your side, you can't really afford to have another guy like Marnie because then you're just doubling it up. Um, That was one thing I was like, oh, fuck, Renee, not his best, not his best outing, the big fella. So he probably just needs to, and also like, he's kind of coming back in a new era as well, you know, like, that when he left, the game wasn't like it is now. You, you just you can't afford to give away really any penalties because of the six again rule. Um, it's a really good point with Josh. Yeah, the game has changed. The game's changed. Clearly, you can't. You just can't afford to because you just get pinged for everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you come on. It just went wild. <laughs> I love it. I love that he's back. What a great story. What a great story. Uh, anyone else? The doggies boys. Uh, do you want to mention just Reed Martin's kicking game mm. has been mm. superb this season. Three forty twenties in six mm. games for a bloke who's. You know, not noted as being a gun kicker in the game, but he's developing that part of his game so quick. Seen his short kicking game come along in recent <coughs> years, and now his long kicking game, big part of there. So handy for them, especially when they're all going to Matt Burton, who they're expecting yeah. to go to because of his massive boot. Dummy, kick himself, like, really effective. Uh, now on to the Rabbitohs. Uh, look, it was the Trell Mitt, Cody Walker show. Both those boys, you know, people were saying they need to get in, in, um, in the game earlier. And they did that. They did that from the get-go, essentially, or maybe, you know, 20 minutes in. All I know, Trell was taking hit-ups pretty much yep. first set of the game. And I love that. I love that they responded. And I guess it's like a catch-22 where they go out to go, all right, well, we'll prove you haters or whatever wrong. And then, but you're actually kind of proving them right because you're going, look how fucking good you played. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what we want. We, that's how good you are. You, you honestly... You two players, out of nearly any players outside of maybe Tom Trevojevic, can just go, boom, change a game whenever you want. Uh, I thought they were both absolutely outstanding. Yeah, I thought all of South Sydney stars, you know, your Cam Murrays, your Mitchells, your Walkers, your Cooks, I thought they were all great. Campbell Graham was outstanding. We'll talk about him soon. But, mate, one guy that, I, I'll be honest, last few weeks I've questioned his spot in the South Sydney side. I thought he was great. Jacob Host. Mm. I thought he had a really good game on the weekend. That's... That's arguably the, the best game I think I've seen Jacob Host play so far in his career. So credit to him. Jai Arrow is meant to be due back over the next few weeks. be interesting to see what they do, whether they play Jai Arrow through the middle. Mm. I'm hearing that's what they're planning on doing. Uh, and if Jacob Host keeps playing like he did on the weekend, I can understand why. Uh, but, yeah, he's a guy that I've had a lot of question marks over and I thought he was really solid in this game. Mm. Timmy? I just touched on it very briefly earlier, but... I just loved seeing Latrell's support play for a couple of tries. That one where he was down the middle mm. and he just angled. Yeah. So, like, the, like he, he was going up, just running directly that way. The ball's, like, 20 metres away. And he literally just went like this, made a beeline across the thing, yeah. and you go, that's instinct. And, and we know he's the most probably – not probably. He's the most explosive fullback slash probably player in the NRL – but it's just the effort areas and where he differs so much, someone like Tedesco mm. or Pappenhausen, it's just the effort areas like support play, such an obvious one. Yeah, yeah. And it's never been Latrell's strong suit. So to see him going out of his way to push up in support, it was 
filled me with so much happiness because yep. we're like, if he can add that to his game, I mean, he's just going to get better and better, which is terrifying. Literally terrifying. Um, what do you reckon, Maddie? Yeah, especially after the the week that kind of people were talking about Latrell not getting involved early. Um, it was so good to see him score a hat trick and and set up two tries. <clears> and <throat> I I really liked. I mean, if he missed the kick, maybe not. But his second try, if you watch the replay, there is no one within twenty meters of anyone. He he put the ball down next to the corner post basically and could have ran around and put it under the post, but then he just steps back and nails the kick. <laughs> It was very Latrell. It was very awesome. And it was, it's just, when, when Latrell and Cody are smiling, that's when South, like, South scored 50 points, as you said. And they, it was a tight game for half the game. Yep. Like, yep. obviously, the Preston Sinbin kind of changed everything. But the last 10, 15 minutes in, in each half is when South scored all that points. So it was good. Like, against Melbourne, I was pretty off it because they, they, they weren't really building a lot of pressure. In this game, they kind of did that in both halves um, and then kind of ran away with it at the end. So, yeah, I was pretty pretty happy. Now let's talk about our boy, our fucking boy, <laughs> the serial killer, a.k.a. Stretch. I mean, look, we've been riding this bloke for, for what do you reckon, Guru, two years now? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Finally, I, I really do feel like he's getting a bit of love, the big fella, because fuck, he's good. He is, he's so much better than I thought he could possibly be. Like, I look at a guy like that when he first came in the, in the league, and I was like, ooh, he's, you know, good guy. And then there was a year where I was like, yeah, he's a real toiler. Like, good, you know, not many, doesn't miss tackles, you know, gets his job done. And then the next year I was like, fuck, he's a hyper-aggressive kind of in-your-face center. And then the year after that I was like, he's an attacking weapon. Like, what is going on here? The great stretch. I absolutely love him. Uh I think he's playing such good footy. There, there is a potential that you put him on the wing for New South Wales with with Adokar injured. I'm picking him on the wing. You're getting him on the sting, the pick and swing yeah. over Suoliti. Yes, yeah. I um, <laughs> I found it hilarious. I was talking with uh, a mate that went to school with Campbell Graham on, on Saturday about his game, and I sort of said, oh, I, I pick him from Origin, and he's, he said to me, he goes. I knew he was going to play Origin when he was 15. Oh, uh, fuck off. And I went, wait, wait till you hear this story. I went, why is that? He goes, oh, we were sitting in science class one day and our science teacher showed us a video of some guy that was on a bender. There was a spider coming down on a web and this guy ate it. And they were all laughing and everything. And Campbell Graham went, oh, I can do better than that. Apparently he walked outside, caught a bee, walked back inside, picked its wings off and ate the bee. What the hell? And they were all just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and he, go, he looks at me and goes, that's when I knew he'd play. He's different. <laughs> I was like, I tell you what. If I had a million guesses at the story I was about to hear, I wouldn't have got close to it. Mate, wow. in a big moment, I want a serial yeah. killer like that. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's getting to that bloke. So he stayed at school the whole day. His face all blew up. And I was like, what are you oh talking about? God. Oh, man, that is great yarn. That's what I want to hear from Stretch too. I want to hear him doing weird shit. He's earned it. It was oh, late yeah. at night. I'd had a heap of beers and I was looking at the bloke going, is he fucking with me or not? Yeah, is this is a real? he was dead serious. Yeah. Well, now it's real because it's out yeah. in the public. How good. Tens of thousands, if not hundreds <laughs> of thousands of people know. Uh, Timmy, what are your thoughts? Do you reckon, would you put Stretch, is Stretch getting closer and closer? Yeah, I reckon I'd probably have him in there. So what, we'd be going Bizzer on one wing? To'o, Campbell. And then yeah. Trell, Because it was what, Teddy, it was 2-3 last year. Yeah. yeah, I'd have him there. Yeah. Right now I'd have him there. 
yeah, right he's now. So good. Also, you know, you look at not that they're short of uh, versatility in their side, but if you've got say Duval Latrell and Turbo at centre can switch between wing and centre extremely easily. Mm. Daniel Tupu <coughs> probably wouldn't. Fox isn't there, obviously, but he wouldn't do it either. So that's a big factor too. Mm. I wonder, has he always... We've always rated him big time. But I don't think there's any coincidence that from the fir- for the first time in as long as I can remember, the bunny's right edge is becoming more dominant than the left edge. Mm. Never seen it. Well, have, but many a year ago. Mm. Now the right edge is dominating where Campbell Graham is playing... He's gone berserk. Mm. Yeah. No, great point. Great point. Um, I just, yeah, he's such a good player. He just. He can also play both edges, which is very important to yep. you. I just stand out, you can play wing, left, or right. Mm. And I can just see him in origin taking the tough carries. Yep. Like I can see it in my mind where he's just, you, everyone's sitting there going, fuck, stretch is tough. And he killed a guy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I think he's incredible. And I'm glad that he's getting the raps now. And he's such a such a good kid, man. He's such a good kid. Uh, so, yeah, stretch for president, stretch for prime minister, <laughs> wherever he wants. If you're eating bees at the age of 15, and you've got my vote. You've got my vote. Uh, and he's tough carries just on another level. On he? another he level. carries guys for six and seven. And the days. aggressive defence. It's not just good defence. It's aggressive. I, I guarantee you, centres that play him, must be like walk off the field going, Jesus Christ. Like, I didn't get a, a centimetre of space. Every time I got the ball, boom, big stretches coming in. Would and you, obviously, if you, in, in State of Origin, as you said before to me, when you're picking Turbo and he's allowed to roam a little bit, would they consider playing Turbo on the wing and, and keep Campbell Graham at centre? Or oh, how would you? I reckon don't move t- Turbo at all. He's one man, man of the series from Just centre. Just leave it as it is. Yeah. Don't mess with a good thing. Okay. Even even fullback. I, I honestly reckon just don't mess with a good thing. Like, it, it's already perfect as it is. Yeah. Every series that you've won, he's been playing centre. Fuck, just keep it like that. Because you put him at fullback and, you know, maybe there's added pressure. Maybe there's game plans that can be built around to defend him. Like, I don't – we don't know. But yeah. what we do know is that centre, he rips us a new asshole every single fucking time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess the more I think about it, if I had someone that I wanted to take those um, kick returns, it probably would be Ruben Garrick, and I saved Turbo for those strike plays when he's roaming around. Ruben Garrick or Sorry, stretch? Um, Campbell Graham. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, you've already it's fucking dropped him. Dropped <laughs> <laughs> him already. Oh man, it's fucking New South Wales picking stick. <laughs> you don't even get in the team and you get dropped. <laughs> so yes, yeah, South get the win, fifty to sixteen. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, I still, I still am, like the fact that Bulldogs put up such a good fight. I still think like the Rabbitohs have got a bit more in them. I'm still unsure as to where they're going to end their season. You know, are they a premiership threat? Are they not a premiership threat? Uh, I just want to see. I don't know because like they're notorious. Like, I'll put it this way: the difference between them and the Roosters is the Roosters squad on paper is better. But we're still unsure of like what type of footy do the Roosters play. With the Rabbitohs, even if they aren't playing as well and they're placed lower on the ladder, they still play a style of footy that we can identify like this is what the Rabbitohs mm. play. 
even though I still have Roosters closer to a premiership threat than the Rabbitohs, you know, I am more lenient in giving them opportunities to go on a big run towards the end of the year because everything, everything's already set in stone for them kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I still want to see just – I know they won 50 to 16. Like, I feel like I'm nitpicking here, but I do still want to see just a little bit more. Fun. Oh, I agree with you. And as much as they did win 50 to 16, in my opinion, if they would have played that first 25 minutes against Penrith, I think they get blown off mm. the park. Mm. They made too many errors. There was, as I said, there was a moment where Matt Burton kicked for touch and he missed it. Swung everything. It swung the they whole went, game. Well, they scored three tries after that? Yep, they scored three tries in eight minutes <coughs> after that. Whereas, you know, if it's the you know, if that's Nath Cleary, kicks 50 metres, he finds touch. You don't get the ball back for five or ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. What do you reckon, Timmy? Still want to see a bit more from him? Or? Yeah, I mean, as we mentioned, all the, the impacts of the doggies for the game on the weekend. So I wouldn't be drawn into any falsehood about how good a performance this was. Mm. It looked impressive, but I wouldn't yeah, read into it too, too much. I think when you're looking at a comparison of them and the Roosters, now I know the Roosters have kept a similar enough side together for, for a couple of years now, but there's still some moving pieces with, like, Cheese come in at number nine. There's a few different faces. The Bunnies, especially now that Elias has had a full season there, pretty well the same side. Mm. So their attack needs to be clicking. I don't think they've... They shouldn't be clunky in attack. Mm. I think they should be doing not necessarily 50 points each week, but looking better each and every week. So uh, I don't think they've got excuses. They're getting a few middle forwards back now. <laughs> Tavita Tatola's back in the side. Harmsele's put together a couple of games. Jai Arrow. Jai Arrow coming back. Yeah, hopefully coming back in hopefully soon. Is that, that It is this week. Amazing. So, yeah, I, I think they're in it for the long run, Barney's. I think they're a premiership threat. And I do think they'll go deep. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs> 